Hello and welcome back to the Four Generations Podcast. I'm Farron. I'm Susie. I'm Jen. I'm Kimmy. And today we're going to talk about religion. So I think we start this podcast by just kind of giving an overview on what our religious views are. Who would like to start? Kimmy? Well, I am Christian and I did not go to church growing up. I went just with friends off and on and then as an adult when I met Brian and I really got into having a you know a church family at that point. So I grew up um I didn't go to church I think for the first maybe like five-ish years of my life and my grandma was very adamant that we um go to church so my grandma grandpa would pick my brothers and I up every Sunday and then my parents got a little bit well my dad I don't know, both of them. I'm not sure. I got to talk to my mom about this. But my dad got involved with the church after that. And he, like, he's a deacon of the church. He's on the board. He's very um, into it. And so I grew up always going to church. um, And I believe in God. But there are a lot of aspects of church that made me a little bit resentful. And I grew up going to church. And Christ says quite a bit about my curiosity or lack of curiosity I just did it without questioning it because that's what we did and then after we started having our kids I wanted them to have that same thing so we started going to church and um, it's especially before I moved to Westfield when I was in Fort Wayne it was a very big part of my um, existence and I actually don't believe at all I don't believe that there's a all-empowering God who controls everything that happens. I'm an atheist. I believe in science over theology. So we come at this from four different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's not as much about... It, it's more about being spiritual, I think, than being religious. I don't... I'm not very well versed in the Bible. I just know that I get a lot of good feelings thinking about the idea that there's somebody that's watching over us that has our best interest at heart. I think that from my perspective, I like to kind of bridge the gap. So like, I do believe in, in God and I will consider myself a Christian, but I sometimes feel, I don't know, like, and I'm sure this is blasphemous. So everybody listening that is religious, go ahead and think what you think about me. But I sometimes feel like the Bible is half history and half like Aesop's fables, like a learning tool. There's large pieces of it that just don't make sense. And, you know, I I was telling... What do you mean? Like how Noah's Ark got all the animals on the boat and how some of them were in Africa when they started, some of them in Europe, some were in South America. How did they all get onto the boat? Because back then it was just Pangea, remember? Mm -hmm. But I do believe in evolution. So I think there is, in my head, a solution where it's somewhat you know I don't I don't subscribe to the Christian the world's only been around for 2,000 years and dinosaurs didn't exist I also don't subscribe to two rocks crash into each other and somehow magically people and animals and everything existed I think there is some kind of middle ground here I think that there's I mean I think what a lot of people talk about in terms of their Christianity is they is their faith and while I am an atheist and I don't believe in a god I believe in faith 
I believe that your faith in certain things will improve your life because I think so much of your mental health and your physical health is psychological. I mean, you, if you believe in something and you have a positive attitude about it, I think it's going to improve your life, whether it's what I believe in or not. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, it does. It does. I never looked at it that way, but it does. Everybody can have a different opinion and a different thought process, but as long as you're happy in your own thought process and your own faith, then more power to you. Yeah. And maybe this is just me trying to justify my own behavior, but I, although a huge part of my major majority of my life was spent as a churchgoer and now after the pandemic and then moving to a new city, I haven't been, but I like to think that what really matters is how you behave as a person and how you treat other people. And I remember having a conversation with one of my favorite pastors a while back saying, you know, there are days I just don't feel like going to church. And he said, but maybe someone else needs to see you there. Maybe it's not all about you. So, and I do think there's a huge power in worshiping with other people, but but I, I, but, I, but I also think that why should I have to go to church to worship if I was going well, you to? you shouldn't. I mean, I find... If I go out to this beautiful nature right. outside... And you don't I find... <clears throat> I find I God in a lot throat. of different places. But I, what the point I was trying to make is I would like to think that at the end of the day, what matters most is what kind of person you are. And if you try to do right by others. And that when you go to bed at night and think, maybe there's one thing I did today that benefited somebody else. But does that make you a Christian or does that make you a good person? It makes you a good person. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think that's what and I'm going to be judged on ultimately. I think there's a big disconnect there. Mm -hmm. I know Kimmy and I have had this conversation, so I hope she weighs in. But, um, you know, so I grew up going to church my whole life, and I maybe didn't always wear the right thing or say the right thing or lift my hands high enough in worship. And so I, I almost have maybe like a bad taste of the institution of church in my Head and you know we had a um, pastor who got fired because of I think child porn. I mean, and so I've seen all these sides of religion that I don't like, and I feel like in my life, almost at this point, the people who have treated me worse in my life were people from church and people who were Christians. And I'm making the air quotes with my fingers. You can't see that. And so I and I think I think the problem with religion and and my behalf or my thought process or whatever is that the people who have been the worst people in the world to me have done so in the name of God. And I struggle with wanting to go to church and being around those people. So, okay. So I am going to weigh in on this and I will tell you that, do you need to go to an actual physical building to be a Christian? Absolutely not. But there's something about Prayer and numbers, prayer and being together and, you know, fellowshipping with other people that are like-minded, that are hopefully wanting to do, if you're in the right place. And there's a strength in that, Yes, I think, and you sure. know, so no, do you have to go to church to be Christian? No. Do people now, since the pandemic, use that as an excuse? Oh, I'm watching online and are lazy about it. But you know what? When our church, during that pandemic... You know, we have a coffee bar and that, and I was like, you know, that we didn't do it. We didn't do it. And so 
that was one thing that I felt like we could do. And I was like, you know, I have a food safe uh, handler's license. I want to do coffee bar. And that was a ministry to get people to start, you know, just it's because it's fellowship for it's me. It's interactive. You know, yeah. and and so, no, you don't have to go, but you need, there's something about I think about people going to church for different reasons. And there's some people that do need that, those relationships. Yeah. And there are people that are completely loners. Mm-hmm. But I've always said, and it's it's a joke, okay? So um, we're inside, so I can't get struck by lightning. But I always thought the perfect church would have like a bar or like Bailey's in the coffee shop. And hear me out, I'm not an alcoholic. Because and in you've my been to a Catholic church, honey, they have really well, I have not. But in my in my experience slash opinion, church is an institution for the broken. So we need to if if a church is going to be successful and it's going to work and it's going to bring people to God, then it should be a place where people who don't feel good about what they're doing about themselves can go and not feel judged. And in my experience, every church I've gone to, and specifically in Hamilton County. I walk in and I feel like all eyes are on me and people are trying to figure me out and and I don't like that experience. If I'm coming here, I'm coming for a religious experience and you're all judging me and you're all staring at me and treating me bad and then I don't want to come back. And so you get this certain brand of Christians who are so high and mighty and on their high horses that they almost alienate people and make people not want to come to church. I agree with that. And the one time that I did try to venture out, and I'm not saying that... I'm not going to church anymore because of bad experiences. I'm going because I've gotten lazy and I've gotten out of the habit and it's hard to walk into a new place. But I did put myself out there one time and I, music is a big part of worship for me and I really, I really like old hymns. And so I went to this church by myself and I was sitting there and one of the songs really got to me and it was also just being in a church again and um, and I was crying and there were strangers in front of me on both sides of me and behind me and nobody said a word to me and you weren't in the right place yeah it that that and I I'm not making excuses for not going but that did not feel very good well my, my parents weren't religious and my mom always thought it was really important to let me kind of make my own decision about religion. So I had gone when I was younger to the Catholic church with, for a long time with some friends. Um, and I, I think that I kind of lost, I shouldn't say I got lost, but I, I have issue with certain things that certain churches do. I'm sorry, but in the Catholic church, if you go murder somebody, as long as you confess your sins and say a few Hail Marys, you're forgiven. I, I don't think that's okay. I think it's just what should happen, though. But I struggle with the idea that. But I mean, but what should happen if you know what though? If you make a mistake to me, and you come up to me and you say, "I'm so sorry." And okay, but I mean, what yeah, but I, I made a mistake. I like I, with, I struggle with this. I um so and I talked in the last podcast. I was a victim of childhood sexual abuse as a kid, and then I have a cousin who spent ten years in prison for child porn. And I refuse to have anything to do with him. And quite frankly, he could apologize. He could get down on his knees. I don't want to know him. I don't want, I don't want him to even be a thing. I was hoping he was going to get deported when he got out of prison because he's not actually a citizen. But go the U.S. He's still here. And I struggle with the fact that, like, I know this guy who is not religious, but he is the 
best guy. I've watched him buy meals and hand them to homeless people and, and give money and he gives of himself and he was he was above and beyond to help and to do well and to be a good person. But he doesn't believe in God, so he's going to hell. But if my cousin, who did something so bad, child porn related, that he was in prison for 10 years in a country who kind of sweeps that shit under the rug, says, oops, my bad, then he goes to heaven? Like, and then what? And I agree. I have absolutely And then all of his victims are just in heaven with him, and we're all just having one big party? Like, I... I struggle with that piece of it, and I really struggle with, like, the Christian piece of, and I'm saying this as someone who identifies as a Christian, if you're gay, you go to hell. Okay, but you lie to your kid about, like, not having enough money to buy McDonald's, but you're good. And I, and, and according to the Bible, it doesn't matter what you do. A sin is a sin is a sin. So if I tell you you look pretty, but I actually think you look like crap, I'm sinning just as much as someone who murdered right. someone tomorrow. That's murder, that's true. Well, but, I mean, you know, my thing is, though, there's... And I, I think there's a genuine forgiveness, you know. And again, I and I said this before, you know, you commit a sin and you ask for forgiveness, you're forgiven. But if you continually commit that sin, it says you are not to, you know, commit the sin over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think there is, I think there's a difference in that. But, <clears throat> excuse me, but, you know, again, if there's something that has happened... And one of you had done something to me and you asked me for forgiveness, whether it was a lie or a theft or, or wait, something taking else. Taking a picture of one of your recipes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but you know what? But, then, okay, but, but if I didn't forgive you, I mean, what, what right, am I supposed but would to you, do? But seriously, if I told you a lie about the fact that you're eating animal crackers and they're actually not gluten-free. Okay. Okay. Versus murdering your husband. Those are completely different they are, but you don't. Here's the thing, and it goes to you too. But you'd be more you likely to forgive. Are you telling me? But what, are you telling me that you would be less likely, to, or you would be equally more likely to forgive me for murdering Brian, is for telling you that those are not gluten free? Well, let me explain that. So the thing about me, as I have just grown in my own faith, is because I forgive you does not mean I like you. It does not mean that I like what you did. It does not mean that. You know, I'm okay with what you did. What it does is that in my own heart, if I don't, I am all consuming of everything that you did. And I think that's where that forgiveness comes in. Mm -hmm. And is it going to be today if you had committed both of those and the latter one, I was like, oh, I forgive you. It might not be today. It'll eventually get to that point, you know, if there's a genuine thing. To harp on this because I don't want to harp on it, but I do think it has shaped a lot of my opinions. So, like I said, when I was 11 years old and 12, I was molested by my friend's stepdad. So, in my head, he died, and I was super happy about it. I guess, like, I don't, it was the most I've ever felt guilty because I was actually like, I found out he died, and I was like, that's great. But can I go? But, but, but I'm saying, so he he prays to God and he asks for forgiveness on his deathbed. And all is good. So I go to heaven and I got to hang out with this guy? I think that it's going to be a whole different ballgame up there. I don't even think that that's how it works. I mean, but I will tell you, I understand that feeling because the guy who beat my mother all the time and was verbally, mentally abusive towards us, you know, when he died... I mean, like, I went to his funeral, 
to make sure he was dead. Right, and so you don't want to... And, and, and I know this is a very humanistic viewpoint, but, like, do you want to spend all eternity, like, singing hymns with this dude and holding his hands? Like, See, but, and I, but I, don't I think that, that I all think of our sins die, are forgiven. Dead. But I think that when we're done and we're up there, do we know each other? Do we, are all of I our, hope we I do, hope we we do a, because but like, do we have, does everybody have a clean slate and it's as if we know each other with nothing I just, there? I just, you know and I, I mean? and that's where I struggle with religion because, and I'm a human, you know, I'm not a God, I'm not the creator of the world. I don't want everybody to have a clean slate and I don't want people to have chances that uh -huh. I don't think they deserve. And, I agree and I don't feel good and about that's, that. And that's, that's not, I mean, that's me not being maybe a great person, but to circle, I mean, to add on to that. My dad is one Wait. of the most amazing people that I know. We're hashtag besties. He and I joke and we laugh and Stella loves him and I love him. And he is unbelievable. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for a better dad. And so I go to these Bible studies and these book clubs and, and people are always like, you know, well, God's your father. He's your heavenly father. And for me... That brings all sorts of warm and fuzzy, like, oh my gosh, if God's like my dad, then I could murder Susie right here in cold blood and he would forgive me because, oh my gosh, like I, in life, it doesn't matter what I do because I've done a lot. My dad is my guy. He's in my corner. But what about people who don't, like, I mean, what it, are you looking at God like he's your stepdad because he's your heavenly father? Like, fuck that I'm guy. I'm looking at him <laughs> as know? my father. And there are people who are afraid of God yes, because yes. this is... If he's my heavenly father and he's going to treat me like my dad has, oh boy. I know the difference between this is my heavenly father. He gives me this book of guidelines and says, hey, you know, here you are right here. Stay between these guidelines. Whatever you have going on in your life, I'm going to take care of that. Okay, but so. But who, that's what but he wait, says. But how do you know that he says that if someone just. Wrote a book saying that he said that. But even if you take the Bible at face value, and I and I'm I'm seventy five percent there, so I'm not, I'm just being completely transparent. I've read the Bible. I know the Bible. I was on Bible quiz. It's a little bit difficult to reconcile God that smote you for looking the wrong way with God that's like, oh, it's fine. You murdered twenty seven children, but I forgive you anyway. And and I look at it differently. I look at it like this is somebody who wrote this who wrote the Bible, who wanted it to be out there that they were authoritarian. They wanted you to do things because that's how they wanted them to do that. I think you either do the right thing because you're a good person or you don't. But what is constitutes right and wrong? But you know, my good friend Kaylee, she is also an atheist and we've had all sorts of conversations about this and religion and things. And she said, people will say to her all the time, how can you be an atheist? You're such a good person. And and because there's a whole institution of people who probably wouldn't be good people if it weren't for the fact that they were afraid of what would happen if they weren't. And that's kind of that's crazy true. to me. Like how many if people you're don't, only how doing, many people don't don't sin because they're afraid of what's going to happen. If you're only doing good things and being a good person because of the consequence, are you really a, a good, good person? person? Exactly. I don't know. I mean growing up you knew there was going to be a consequence if you didn't clean your room. I mean, it's the same, it's the same kind of thing. You know, it is like that. But on the other hand, and let's just flip it, even though I don't believe it, I would rather believe in something and die and there not be something 
versus not believe in it and there be something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, and you know, but I believe in it, but you know, you know, people are like, oh, this and that. But, but my thing is when you read that and I'm not, I can tell you, I am not versed in the Bible to where I need to be. But I know that just because you try to be a good person, what does that even mean? Okay, so you know when we talk about the Bible and how it was written. So like there's this Ark Encounter Museum in Kentucky. And it says the world is 2,000 years old. And there were no dinosaurs. So we grow up and we learn about evolution. But we're also learning about God. And so... <laughs> So, you know, how, what are your thoughts on creation, where this all started, you know, dinosaurs, how old the world is? What I, think, is what I think is this. I think that we are so far down the lineage that I don't think anyone can say what happened. I mean, I think their evolution is, I think it's science-based, obviously. And obviously, if you look at, oh my gosh, I was at the airport a couple of months ago and I can tell absolutely why that we would think that we evolved from apes because there was a guy standing next to me who literally looked like an ape and I don't mean that in a negative way any shape way shape or form I just mean that it's obvious that we evolved from somewhere so Stella but what did we evolve from a one cell organism why couldn't we I mean after millions and millions of years how do we know how long we've been here so how do we know that we're the only universe in existence so Stella started her period. Shout out Stella because I know you're listening. <laughs> and it's funny because I got an IUD after I had Stella, so I've had a period in 13 years. She started her what period the fuck doing anything? because both times that she's had her period, I've had all the period symptoms, and I was like joking with her, I was a little irritated, and she said, "So we Bluetooth synced up?" And I said, "Yeah." And she was like, "Why? That's so weird that girls all start their periods." together and I said well it's evolution like back in the day one caveman was kind of banging all the chicks in the cave and trying to make sure he got had some babies because that's how life continued so it made sense that girls all got their period together so like evolution I I get and I believe in and I understand but then as I was having this conversation with you guys earlier pre-recording I started thinking about cavemen. So I'm like, well, when did cavemen exist? Was there a God when there were cavemen? Did they believe in religion? If not, when did religion come about? So there's all these unanswered questions yeah. that just swim through my head. Yeah, like, okay, if we all evolved from Adam and Eve, why if I have sex with my brother now does my baby have a birth defect? But there's just a lot of, you know, and then when I ask religious people, because as a person who questions everything my whole life, they would be like, well, God made more people. And I'm like, well, why didn't they mention them in the Bible, you know? Or then they're like, oh, well, the jump from Genesis to Exodus, a lot happened that we didn't read about. And I'm like, okay, but if it was super important to, why didn't you know, somebody I don't know. Yeah. So I, think, stone I don't think right? we can find a person on this planet. I don't care who you are, who you say you are. That can comfortably 100% say, that is what I think, 100%. I never question it. I've never thought, oh my God, it's just... How much do we really know about everything? We don't. We don't know everything about before 2,000 years ago. We don't know everything about science. We're taking faith in everything that we read, and all the history books and all the information that that's all true. Why is that any different than taking faith... From a religion, I don't understand. Well, I don't, like I said, I'm not crazy smart in the Bible, but I know what I believe. And if you believe it and it makes you happy and it makes you 
have a more easier way to live your life, then I'm happy for you. You say that, that you don't like look down on us or think less of us because we believe this fable. And I think that's I'm why this that. friendship works is because we all have absolutely from the beginning respected everyone's thoughts, but ideas. But my big issue with religion, the biggest issue is people trying to push religion on me. Just because you believe it, Susie, doesn't mean that I need to believe it. And, and it isn't your job to convince me to believe it. How do they push it? Like, tell me. I mean, what does that mean? Like, so I will ask somebody, you know, I think I've asked you. I'm like, do you guys go to church? No. Do you want to come to church? I'm in the hospital having preterm labor and my in-laws send their pastor to my house or to the hospital to make me feel better because they're concerned. I don't believe in God. So you sending the pastor to come and mess with my world where I'm literally laying in a hospital bed wondering if I'm going to miscarry my child. When people do things like that, it's always because what would make me feel better? And okay, take but can, I, can I give you a different perspective on that? So when, and I don't, I guess if it was, you didn't believe, they knew you didn't believe, correct? Okay, so I probably wouldn't do that to you. If, Susie, if Steve is or somebody that you really care about, let's, I'm not gonna put any names on, let's just say somebody you really care about is in the hospital and we don't know if they're gonna make it. What would, is the highest honor for me because you don't have somebody here, I would send my pastor to you, to them. But would you send your pastor to her without asking permission? Yes, I would. Because, yes. and I think that's she, because no, no, but, I, but for you, I know you're an atheist, I would not do that okay. because that's you. But for somebody who, is you know there it's not something for me it's almost the highest possible gift we can give somebody when we can't do anything to help them but i think where the problem comes in at is that unless you know how the other person feels again i am a religious person i go to church so i'm not disagreeing with you kimmy but right. i'm saying people from the other side are saying i don't want this and you right. did this selfishly because this is not what i wanted and and now it actually made it harder on you and yeah well i wouldn't obviously if knowing that jen is an atheist yeah but i wouldn't but, but if you but what if you didn't know what if that's different but like i know like if i uh so, no, was somebody right i understand that but but what if you didn't know but you knew that this happened to me and you didn't know would you still send your pastor not knowing whether or not i believe in god yes you would you would, because uh, you would, know, because that's what you, what you would want, and that's but, what I think the, the point is. No, want. it's not, it's not even that. I don't, here's my thing. First of all, if anybody was in a hospital that I would send my pastor to, you go I'd be right there with them, and I would probably say, I'm going to bring, you know, is it okay if and I, I And I don't doubt yeah. that about you at all. Because, you know, but that's how it would really be. And if you said no, or I have my own pastor, or I don't have a pastor... I would make sure to have one, but I mean, knowing you, I would never do that. I would just be there and sitting with you. And, and, and you, I a hundred percent, that is you, that is what would happen. And I completely understand that. And I agree with that. I think the problem isn't you, Kimmy, cause you're not a problem. We love you and we love everything about you. And again, I'm, I'm partway there. Susie's there. I don't love her snoring. I don't love her snoring, but I love you. <laughs> but it's a little bit different in the situation too, because how many times, you know, I, uh, blew my knee out and I started getting all these like texts and anonymous messages from people from my dad's church because it was in the Sunday bulletin oh, yeah. and it's 
it's fine. I don't, I personally don't care that people are thinking about me or whatever. It was a little annoying because I don't even like, why well, I don't know why you're thinking about me. I don't even know you, but there are people that that would stress out and that would, that would upset. And there are people who would send their pastor not knowing the situation right. and not knowing anything because they think that's the right thing to do. It doesn't make them a bad person, but it doesn't, it's not okay. You know what but I mean? But I probably wouldn't. I'm going to tell you this. I'll probably still put you on my prayer list at church because... But you can do that. That doesn't have anything to do with her. It That would be me saying, please, for me, I think, pray for them. I'm not an atheist, but if I was, I don't think that that would bother me because you're thinking of me and care about me. Right. right. You're not making me do anything. You're not... I mean, no, it, 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 me. but, it, but I'm lying in a hospital bed wondering about whether or not my child is going no, to live. No, that's fucked up. And I don't need... You don't need someone anybody extra, anybody extra coming into my right. hotel right. Right, to my hospital room. No, that's that's <laughs> garbage. But Can Jen, like that, and I'm sorry that happened to you. But yeah. if Kimmy at that time, you guys had been besties, and she put you on her prayer list at church, would that have bothered you? Not at all. Yeah. It wasn't affecting me. There was no one coming in right. trying to talk to me and right. tell me how everything happens for a reason or whatever, and I might be losing right. my child. That's, yeah. that's not gonna so but it's I mean, a different if, situation. If people right. want to pray for me and they want to whatever, that's amazing. But don't send yeah, just don't send yeah. somebody in the hospital room. Don't send somebody, you know. Yeah. And that, that goes yeah. along with if so if you have an atheist friend and their parent dies, don't be like, oh, they're looking down on you from heaven. You know, like I they're think, in a better place. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't. You know what? If you're atheist, this they're in a hole in the ground, or else they've been cremated. There's two choices. And you know what do you say to that? You know, again, you know, etiquette after somebody dies. I mean, you know, people are like, oh, that's the last thing I want to hear. Well, you know what? But people don't know what to say. I, I'm sorry. They don't know. I'm sorry that. This and then you know you I'm get the people that are like, this. why are you sorry? They lived here on Earth with me. Don't be sorry. Yeah. And it's like you say what you feel is going to you're all you're trying to do is comfort the person yeah but kimmy i yeah. think you can appreciate that if someone's an atheist you telling them they're in a heaven that they right. don't believe in is a comfort would not do that and i wouldn't do that or this happened for a reason uh, okay but okay but you know that's, that's like that's kind of like my tagline you know that right whether you're 100% in your faith whether you're 100% not in your faith whether you're somewhere on the line in between we're not judgmental, and I think that's the point of this because we're all in different walks in or without mm -hmm. religion, and that's okay, and we can respect each other and appreciate each other. Can I tell you, though, what's really cool is on this mom's page, what people ask, you know, hey, looking for a church, blah, 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 and, you know, it's one of the most commented posts every time it's on there, and I think that's wonderful, and this last time this girl was on there talking about it and she said you know i have a i don't know a five-year-old and a three-year-old and looking for a church and and a couple people and she said what do you know about this one this one and this one and i got on it and said you know of course i want to plug my church because to me it's been a great place for the past 20 plus years or and you know that's what church is you're there for your reasons you know you're there because whatever but my thing is it was so cool that you know we we struggle on this but how many people want you to join their church because they love it and i you know and i ask you guys to come to church That's with a me good way to look at. you know but it's because i have had such a good experience with mine right so i guess that's why we haven't talked about what you guys think happens after you die 
Uh, you know what, Jen? I think that is a great topic to do another episode on. Stay tuned while we meet up with one of our medium friends and talk with her about the afterlife and what comes next. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap.